Okay, let's turn in our Bibles to Psalm 32. You know what's wonderful about conferences? Uh, we come with a lot of burdens. Sometimes problems. And God gives us wisdom to resolve these. And from God's viewpoint. So pray for us as leaders to have wisdom from God to to resolve questions. Amen. So last last session we just Я перепрошую, може хтось перекладати на російську для арабів? Ми домовлялися. Ну, вони нічого, хіба нічого не розуміють. Я розумію. Я розумію. I'll speak Arabic, okay? Вони ще вчора сказали, що ми розуміємо. Араби розуміють українську англійську. Супер. Дякую Богу. All right. Are we all set? All right. The last session we spoke about um, the way the devil wears down the believer. And when the devil wears down the believer, uh, the devil can lead a believer into deception. And we see the result that they were separated from God. So it's not God's will for you and I to live in discouragement. Uh, if we live in discouragement for a long period of time, uh, we can become bitter. And this is what happened with Esau. Esau developed a root of bitterness because he did not know how to encourage himself in the grace of God. So I want to talk about that now, shortly, because uh, I think we're all very hungry. I'm hungry. Pastor Misha wants to go to KFC, but we're all going to go to Puzata Hata. He's going to be by himself at KFC. All right, let's turn in our Bibles to Psalm 32. We'll just stop the joking now. And we have so many cameras here. I feel like I'm in London. Psalm 32, verse 1. Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Uh, 
And now let's go to Psalm 13. And we'll see how David encouraged himself. When we are discouraged, we cast away our confidence. Uh, Hebrews 10, verse 35. And I remember when I moved to Ukraine, um, there were many discouraging factors. And I remember having a picture uh, that, that I had taken of everybody and Albina was in that picture uh, that's when we went to Moscow remember with all the poles and we were all on the platform and there was all these Ukrainians there and, uh, and I wasn't living in Lviv yet and I had that picture and uh, I put on the bottom of the picture Hebrews 10 verse 35 cast not away your confidence for it has great recompense of reward and I looked at these faces and I thought that's the reward that's the, that's the reward right there and when I looked at the picture, I was encouraged. And when we are encouraged, we have a capacity to think in faith. When we're discouraged, we have zero capacity, very little capacity. And even the simplest thing is very hard. And so the key really is to encourage yourselves in the Lord. And David had a crisis in Psalm 13. And David was living in his emotions. And he was talking about this. He said, Lord, how long will you forget me? Forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long shall I take counsel in my soul? Yeah, I don't know how, is it bullet in? A little bit. Yeah, like, so David in Psalm 13... Was not getting spiritual counsel about the circumstance he was in. He was getting counsel from his emotions, from his soul. And he was living in his pain. Um, Christianity is not life with God without pain. Uh, pain is really a part of humanity. And we have a very big capacity for pain. Uh, pain is really a part of our life. As a Christian, we are no different from the world because we also experience pain. The difference is, is we know what to do with it. David here 
was living in his soulish feelings. And that is very easy to do for us, isn't it? For us to be pulled down. David needed to be encouraged. Because when we're encouraged, God is lifting us up. <laughs> and this is what's happening today. This is what God is lifting us up. This is what happens when we meet to, this is what happens when we meet together and hear the word of God. That we, be, we get built up. David said here in verse 3, <laughs> Consider and hear me, O Lord my God. Enlighten my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Enlighten my eyes. And this is the first thing that David does to encourage himself is to ask God to open his eyes. This is step number one. Very simple. God, just open my eyes to your grace lest I sleep the sleep of death. We need to ask God to open our eyes as it says in Ephesians chapter 1 that God would give us the spirit of enlightenment that we would see the hope of our calling that we would see the wonders of his grace because when we God opens our eyes we wake up in verse 5, I have trusted in your mercy. You know, mercy means that I'm not getting what I deserve. And we live in a world where everybody gets what they deserve. Work hard, you deserve money. Don't work hard, you don't deserve money. Do this, you deserve that. Do this, don't do this, and you don't deserve. God gave David what he did not what what he did what God gave, did not give David what he deserved. And this is the second thing that encouraged David. That mercy. Mercy means that God does not want to give us what we really deserve. What do we really deserve? Uh, hell. <laughs> Somebody said to me the other day, uh, you know, I'm not getting what I deserve. I deserve more. And I said, well, one thing for sure you deserve. He said, what's that? I said, the flames of hell. <laughs> That's what we all deserve. But we don't get that because of the mercy of God. And in verse 5, the second part, David starts to say, he says, that his heart began to rejoice because of the salvation of the Lord. 
And when we read that word salvation, we have to think of this word finished work in Psalm 32 verses 1 and 2. Blessed is the man who does not get what he deserves. So we don't cast away our confidence. Another beautiful set of... And then in verse 6 he begins to sing. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. I think another beautiful set of verses in Psalm 103. Psalm 103. And it says there's God's five points programmed to build up David. We read in these verses that number one, God forgives all of our iniquity. Means sin in the mind. You know, maybe we don't speak our anger, but it's in our minds. You know, and we're sinning against God in our minds. I, I don't know. If, have you ever done that? We have all sinned in our minds. God forgives that. We. And, and that's the first step of being delivered from discouragement. When I'm discouraged, it's easy for me to begin to sin against God in my mind. Now, if you have not noticed, you will get offended. And your church may offend you. Christians may offend you. Pastor Chris may offend you. We are going to experience being offended sometimes. Because we live in a world of fallen personalities. How we deal with a being offended is the most important thing. Because I think that when we come into the church, uh, we forget that we're all saved by grace and that if we do if we do not live if we live in discouragement we could become bitter and when we become bitter we become toxic toxic people you know there's a lot of things in our life that we could get very offended about and very but I like to think this way that that in the center of my garden is not the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It's not about what people are doing bad or what people are doing good. Uh, the center of my garden is the tree of life. That's what I want to focus on. You know, and that's what's the tree of life? It's this right here, right? That's the tree of life, the cross. That's where everything is crucified. 
Everything is buried. Everything is healed. And that's what I want to have in the center of my life as a Christian. This is the only way that we're going to finish our course with joy. You know, in John chapter 6, here's Jesus in the flesh, walking on the earth. Imagine that. God in the flesh. And what happens? John 6. People get offended. People are going to get offended no matter who or what is happening. Sometimes we say, well, if my situation in my church was different, I would not be offended. No, I, we, would all, we would all be offended. And what was the answer that Peter had? I like the, the for Peter Petra, he had the tree of life as the center of his he was offended yes but, Je, but he said only you have the words of life and so this is how we get out of our discouragement number one we understand that God forgives all of my mental attitudes sin Number two, uh, he heals our diseases. This is Psalm 103, uh, verse 3. And what that means is, is that when we become toxic, um, we need to be healed. You know, we need to be healed from bitterness. Healed from uh, anger. Healed from all of the things that can cause disease in my soul. You know what Paul said? He said, I want to finish my course with joy. I always wondered about that verse. I thought, wow, it seems like it's such a low, like a low goal. You know, you know, I just want to finish my life and be happy. You know, maybe some of us ambitious people would say, I want to finish my life and plant a hundred churches. Win a thousand people to Christ. Have a million dollars. Whatever, I don't know. But his goal was that he would not finish his Christianity with a spirit of bitterness. Because that's what the devil would like to do. He would like to beguile our simplicity. I, I just want to speak, and I'm just going to finish now. Um, I, the, the key for us to escape being discouraged is really, as it says here in verse uh Verse 5. Verse 4 and 5. Is really look at the loving kindness of God, the grace of God. And to look at how God has blessed us. Because when the church is encouraged, 
заохочена and built up in Acts 9 verse 31 it begins to bear fruit as a pastor I want to run my church so that people are encouraged edified I want my administration the, the organization of my church uh, uh, I want to be have order uh, what is the vision you know what is the direction and if, and I and I as a pastor need to be sensitive to uh, the sheep and lead the sheep because in Acts 9 verse 31 when the church is edified there is the proper fear of the Lord and we were talking last night about the fear of the Lord and I found this verse and I was thinking about our conversation last night that when we are encouraged and when we are built up we properly fear the Lord Acts 9 verse 31 so four practical things about how to build ourselves up and then we'll go and build our stomachs up at Puzatahata uh, number one, uh, there needs to be a point in your day, every day, when you are alone with your Bible, and let the Bible to feed your needs. I know that some of it is difficult, because we're busy. Sometimes our, many, you know, our kids can wake us up before we even wake up. You know? And there's like no opportunity for me to open my Bible. Uh, maybe for me at that point, then at night I have to. Uh, when my wife, when I see my wife alone reading her Bible uh, I try to not I don't bother her and I try to orchestrate things in the house so that she can have her time alone so that, so that she can have her hour by herself with her Bible because if we don't if, we, if there's not a point in my day then I'm, I'm living my day in the energy of the flesh it's in a family this is very important that in a family that our family is not a child-centric family okay and it's very easy to do that because of the needs of our children and I don't I, I don't have children myself and I don't say that because I don't have children but I say that because someone else said that to me our family needs to be Christ centric and and, I, and sometimes that doesn't feel natural. 
We have to have a time when we're alone with our Bible. Але нам потрібен цей час на одинці з нашими Біблією. Number two. Друге. Uh, learn how to develop your discernment. Навчиться як розвивати власне розрізнення. To, so that you can discern the wearing down process that we talked about. You know, just learn how to discern that. Like, oh, okay, that's the devil trying to, dis- to wear me down. You know, if you're married, uh, uh, tell your husband, honey, uh, this is wearing me down. I need, can you please uh, you know, help cover me in this situation? Uh, if you're a husband, uh, then learn how to discern what just wears you down. And as a wife, uh, let's be sensitive to uh, uh, learning how to encourage and build up our husbands. Um, number three. This is the third thing. And I know I'm going fast, but I want to finish here. Number three. Remember that you are the head and not the tail. In Kiev. You guys are the head here. You guys are running the city. That's the way we got to think, right? You're the head here. You're not some poor little group of people. You know, like, and sometimes it, you know, it's such a big city. It's dark and loud. You know, and it's like, and then we could feel like, oh, I'm just this little little pastor Roman you know and it's like no we are you are the head Deuteronomy 28 verse 13 think that way in the details of your life rule your life don't let your life rule you Wow, he's giving some great accent here. You like that, don't you? <laughs> Romans chapter 5. I love this verse. That we rule in this life through grace and righteousness. Who's running your life today? Is it detail-centric? Pain-centric? The tree of the knowledge of good and evil-centric? Personality-centric? Politically-centric? Right now in the United States we have this crazy situation. It's just this obsession with terrorism. And it's like, okay, okay, just... Stop talking about that. Let's, let's talk about missions and about the love of God. Because so many Christians are now afraid you know, you know, of the Muslims. It's like, okay, no, let's fear God. You know? And then we're not going to fear people. Because we are not living in a fear-centric. We want to live. We are the head and not the tail. You know? Think that way. Maybe you have two grievna in your pocket, and that's all that we have. It doesn't matter. We are the head, and God will. If we think that way, then then 
your life is going to be totally different. Okay. And number, because the way we think directly affects the way we live. Uh, number four and lastly, четверте, um, Hebrews chapter 10, 10 uh, 22, 22, 22, uh, 22. Draw near to the body of Christ. Is, these are four things about that we need to do to build ourselves up. Draw near to the body of Christ. Hear the word. Get built up get built up. And if you don't have a church, then be around people that are going to build you up in your faith. Amen? Because if we are encouraged, we are ready for spiritual warfare. And sometimes, sometimes, the five things that we talked about that caused discouragement in our life seem to be so strong. They seem to be so powerful. You have to remember that you are the head and not the tail. And sometimes God just shows that to us. I'll never forget this one time we were in a uh, we were in an embassy my wife and I um, and um, wealthy people and famous people always intimidated me you know they intimidated me I didn't know what to say to them you know I was like you know I'll just go hide in the corner and but for some reason God just for a couple years we were just meeting all of these interesting people in Washington D.C. And, and we became friends with the Polish ambassador and uh, he was single and uh, he invited us one time to his embassy to eat dinner at a dinner and so we went into this very big big room very elegant old building uh, big pictures uh, very you know Victorian old looking table and just huge dining room and there was this table of 10 people 10 people and uh, so I'm just thinking what are we doing here you know? he goes hey come with me and sit down here so we sat next to him and there were these, all these people at the table and as we were eating people were kind of just advertising themselves you know, you know like I am my name is John and I, I have a, a, a you know, technology corporation. We supply information to the military. And then the wife is... And his wife was Ukrainian, by the way. And uh, then there's this other person, an American. All these interesting, very powerful people, you know. You know, and, and not in the States, but just at the table. Yeah. And... 
you know, and then it came to us, you know, we were like, well, you know, we are Christians, we were missionaries in Poland and Ukraine, and we're here because the ambassador wanted us here. And they understood that we were close with the ambassador. And the ambassador liked us because we had no agenda. You know, we were not here to take something from him, you know. All these other people were trying to get something from And uh, we had nothing to give him. Yeah. We couldn't give him anything and he couldn't give us anything. And uh, he liked us. I don't know why, but he just liked us and and he just enjoyed our friendship. And, and uh, because when we just understand who we are in Christ, uh, we're encouraged. And we, and we just are we're so free to build people up. Because we don't need anything from them. Amen. So let's just close in prayer.